This is Robert Balgach and welcome to the Black Swan Secrets Podcast. Our focus here is to help you grow as a producer and as a business owner in the life insurance industry. Enjoy the ride. Disclaimer. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Strategies discussed in this podcast may not be suitable for you and you should make your own independent decision regarding them. This material does not take into account your particular objectives, financial situation or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Okay, good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, August 28th. The year is 2023. It's great time to be alive in this crazy world. And today we have another exciting session. It's Mr. Lee Corbett with his Motivational Monday. So we're going to go over the leaderboard. Then Lee takes over. So um, decent week last week. It could have been better, but always it could have been a little bit better. But we had, let's see here, three, four people still wrote business. Pretty good. And on top of the leaderboard was uh, Jamar, the machine. He had five deals for 83.16. So it was all about the activity last week, right, Jamar? Yep, that's correct. Uh huh. Yeah. And how many dials total for the week? Do you know? Uh, yes, it was, uh, let me see one second. It was 1150, 1150-ish. 1150-ish uh-huh. and 83.16. So that ends up being roughly just under $6 per dial. Not bad. And we have John McMillan had one of his best weeks so far. So, John, 10 applications, 78.85. What happened, man? Just uh, took Carrie's advice and wrote a few children's policies to keep up my, uh, you know, placement rate and all of that. And um, did a couple of uh, combination, um, you know, accidental and final expense for some people that were just, you know, just under the the health requirement. So it was a, it was a good week. What's your favorite go-to children's policy? Um, uh, Mutual of Omaha. Yeah. Sounds good. Then we have um, Wonder Woman, seven deals, 65.86. She keeps grinding every day. So Bridget, share some of the takeaways uh, for you from last week. Takeaways is that you just you just grind, like you say. Like one of the people I wrote, I, I had called them 11 times already. And so on the 11th call, they picked up and say, oh, I've been busy. They have a story, right? So sometimes it's not that they don't want to do it, but they just have life. Life is happening to them. So you just keep circling back and circling back. And this lady was young, 45, but pretty beat up. Um, you know, I ended up writing two final expense policies for her. She had been declined multiple times. So what you do, you know, you just keep doing the, just stick with the process and good things will happen. Great final expense uh, product, go-to product. I wrote, I wrote, I I thought she would qualify for Moo because I wanted to write 50,000 and Moo gave her graded and I had to switch. I had to switch, you know, um, to, to Edna and Edna gave her immediate. So now I'm thinking, what? I would have just gone with Edna. So I called Edna this morning. I'm like, can I upgrade her policy to the full 40,000 and bring down the mutual of Omaha? Because I mean, this lady's young. I want to give her the best service. 
And Edna said, oh, he was drafted this morning. I was like, I wrote that policy on Friday. How come you drafted this morning? I thought you were supposed to draft on the third. He said, well, it's draft on approval. Uh, so now, you know, I'm just like, should I just let it go? Because, you know, when it's graded, you don't have all the perks that comes with that. So now I'm like, should I just rewrite that 40000 for this lady? Because my heart is good. Or should I do what? I have all that information and just cancel and take the thing. Or what should I do? I do. Yeah, that's where I am. I don't know. You have an advice? <laughs> do the right thing for the client. What's the best for her? Yes. So, you know, she's young and I think she's good to give. Yeah. So that's where I am. She already have an accidental. I would have written her like three policies, you know, give her everything that she can. Just like John says, you always go in and do all that you can do for the client, the best you can do. So that's what I'm thinking on. But that's a little story from last week. Yeah. Sounds good. Then Tristan, you had a best week in a while here. Three deals, 57.59. So this is the, the beginning of the mean reversion. So share with the team. The mindset, what it really took to turn it around, and what's your expectations for this week? Uh, yeah, just uh, like Bridget said, just getting back to the basics and uh, putting in the dials. I think I made over nine hundred dials last week, so uh, you know, doing the risk assessments, making sure we're putting them with the right carrier, and uh, yeah, I'm looking to do it again this week. Same thing. Sounds good. Then uh, Mariana, consistent five deals, five thousand and four. Then Hannah had couple four forty six seventeen. Then we have Coach K couple forty four twelve. A uh, Brandon wrote a nice one for thirty three thirty two. Alyssa first week with us three deals thirty two forty seven. Nice job. Joe Henry second week with us two deals thirty one oh three. Then it looks like Dick found uh, a nice little debt free for life deal there for three thousand. Uh, Dorothy found not one for twenty nine forty one. Sean Chadwell, three for 2208. Then we have Felicity has one for 1889. Mitchell Brooks found one for 1649. Erica had one for 1581. Aliyah found three for 1548. Louis Nelson had two, 1493. Carla had one, 1456. Kalanki Scratch for 1416. Then we have uh, Joff Scratch for 1365. Hendrix, his first time app for 1283. John Cranford Scratch for 1237. Crystal White found one, 1193. Haley Krugman, first time writer, found one for 961. Michael and two found one, 809. Diana found one for 416. And then Lee Scratch for 404. So a little bit slower week for us, but now we are entering that. It's almost like the playoff of the year. We're looking at you know September, October, all the way up to November. These are the three months where usually people write half of their business for the year in those three months. So this is going to get crazy pretty quick. And I'm going to hand this over to Mr. Lee Corbett so he can take us to another level on this great Monday morning. Good morning, Lee. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, thank you for going over those numbers, Mr. Robert. And thank you all for all of your participation last week and for taking these clients. I want you guys to keep that at the forefront, forefront of your mindset is that these people need us. Without us, their families could potentially be left in financial turmoil when that pivotal day comes, as, as it will for each of us, right? So thank you so much for all that you guys do. Um, but, you know, it, it, it was amazing because... 
you know, we get we got started off with Jamar the Machine talking about his dials, and then with John, and then with Tristan, and with Bridget, and you know, and these things that they did in order to create the production that they create. And and it's like like we know that each of you have the ability to do what's necessary. We all know you guys are capable. The question is, and this video is going to go a little bit more into it. The question is, what are you actually willing to do? Not if you can, but are you willing to do what it takes? So we're going to, I want you guys to turn your speakers up um, and get ready to listen to this video. And hopefully it will allow you um, to this week, go out and do a little bit more maybe than you did last week to protect more folks. So here we go. How many of y'all think y'all can like run really fast? Who's a speedster? Okay, hands down. Who can jump really far? Who, who, who's, a, who's a leaper? Who's got a vert? Great, okay, hands down. Who's really strong? If you're a strong guy, you know, you, you don't win physical confrontation. You don't lose physical confrontations. Beautiful, great. None of that matters. None of it matters. Hear me. Hear me. It's not what you're capable of. It's what you're willing to do. Everybody hear me? It's not what you're capable of. It's what you're willing to do. I know plenty of people that are capable. I know fewer people that are willing. You know what I mean? Will is a powerful thing. Ask yourself, what are you willing to do? When I was a little dude your age, me and my big brother, we watched a lot of TV, man, like a lot of kids, probably more than we should. But you know what we did? Whenever it was a commercial on, we did push-ups or sit-ups. When our arms got tired, we went to sit-ups. When our stomachs got tight, we went back to push-ups. Isn't that the truth, big bro? Whenever we watched TV and a commercial was on, we went to work. We did push-ups and sit-ups during the commercial. When we come back here next year, I want to see how many of you guys establish that habit. I want to see how many of you guys are willing to establish that habit. Come back next year and let me know, because it's going to be easy to do tonight <laughs> for that first program. You know what I mean? We did it all the time, guys. It became habit. It became us, even to the point where we no longer counted. It was just commercial. Push-ups, ooh, my arm's burning. Sit-ups, ooh, my stomach's tight. Push-ups, whoo, I'm glad my show back on. <laughs> you know what I mean? I challenge you guys to do that. Establish that habit when you're watching TV and the commercials are on, push-ups and sit-ups. Give it up for Mr. Francis, baby. And, and watch this, guys. It, it's that simple, believe it or not. Like everything we give you here, it's not rocket science. Now, I, I do realize, Connie, we realize, right, that a lot of them don't watch commercials today because they stream television shows. So they don't watch commercials. The young generation don't watch commercials. And I know, and I realized he was talking to a bunch of kids, but guys re re realized that we were all kids. And, that, and that's when people are in most impressionable when they're children. So, you know, he, he's, he's at an elementary school and he's talking to kids about what they're willing to do because he's trying to breed 
that that air of willingness and that that the, the air of desire to go out there and be great. And although um, you guys are all adults, there are no children here. We all have an inner child, right? We all have an inner child. And if we don't, we should we should go back to that time and develop that childlike curiosity, that childlike mentality when it says. I'm in a state of learning because that's when we learn the most. But my the point that I want to really address here is I know that you all are capable of doing this at a high level. But the question is, are you willing to do what it takes to do it at a high level? You get to ask yourself that question. It's not a question that you even have to answer for old Dr. Lee. You don't have to answer it for Robert. You don't have to answer it for Coach K, Marsha, Carrie, Dick and Connie. You don't have to answer it for them. But you do need to look in the mirror and ask that individual, are you willing to do what it takes to be successful here? So that's the message I want to leave you with on this Monday. Are you willing to go out this week and give it your absolute best? Because I guarantee you, if you go out there and give your absolute best, like I oftentimes say, you're probably going to surprise yourself. So I want you to remember that. Write that down. Am I willing? Am I willing? Because I know you're capable, but are you willing to make do the dots? Are you willing to set aside that extra hour at the end of the night to work on your craft? If you don't have money for leads, are you willing to go talk to your, your list of friends, your people on Facebook? Because every last one of them needs you. I can guarantee you, if you got a thousand friends on Facebook, a thousand of them does not have, do not have life insurance coverage. I'll put money on that. But are you willing to go reach out and say, hey, I recognize this on your post. Hey, you know, I know we hadn't talked in a while, but do you know anybody that's looking for life insurance? Do you know anyone that needs life insurance? Are you willing to go that extra mile so that you can go generate that cash flow? Are you willing to? Because I guarantee you, if you're willing to go do that thing that other folks aren't willing to do, you're probably going to have what those other people won't have because that's all that's that's all that winners do winners do what folks other losers aren't willing to do it's just that simple all right guys so let's be willing let's find out who's willing let's go out there and have a fantastic week thank you guys for once again having a great fantastic last week and let's go do it even bigger this week you guys have a fantastic week and as we always say we'll see you at the top back over to you robert actually are you willing to do what it takes one person that does that is Marsha. Marsha, all yours. All right, I have one little tidbit for you. Yesterday in church, in the little Bible study, they were talking about um, confidence. And we all talk about, you know, you need to have confidence. You need to exude your confidence and show them that you have this. And in Latin, the word confidence is used interchangeably with, with practice. So practice and confidence. You'll see the words used, and that's because when we really practice, when we get out there, when we make those dials, when we stumble a little bit and we fix it on the next dial, we're getting more and more confident as we practice. You can't just do it by coming here and smiling and then not picking up the phone. Confidence comes with practice. Practice will get you confidence. So that's my hot tip, but now it's time to smile and dial. Anybody working on a case that they've got issues with? Okay, I was talking to some of my newer agents and I realized that sometimes they might not be digging as deep as they need to. So when you're talking to your to the people and they say, 
I had a blood clot. Don't just go, okay, wow, there's like a bunch of questions right there for you. And you can just say, okay, well, tell me a little bit about that. See, that's a real easy phrase. Tell me a little bit about that. Doesn't matter what they had. Did they have a DUI? Well, so tell me a little bit about that. Make it easy. It's comfortable. That's what you want to do. So you're asking them to tell you a little bit about that. Where was that blood clot? Was that in your legs? Was that in your chest? Was that in your head? I mean, you don't lead them. You just ask where it was. Let them tell you. Um, but you got to really listen for that understanding. I, I know Lee's talked about listening for understanding forever. And there's something to it. So when someone says something and you're like, ooh, what do I do with that? You say, well, tell me a little bit about that. If it just doesn't make sense, don't gloss it over because I'll bet those underwriters won't, right? So you want to place your business right. Now, you may not have all the questions. You can say, you know what? Tell me a little bit about that. I'm going to research that. I'm going to get back with you. And you call the underwriter and say, "What's what am I missing here? They have this. And then she'll, she'll give you like five questions you never even thought of or that you didn't read on her sheet. Either one. And um, and you're going to figure it out. But you got to get in there. You got to ask the questions. And you're the pro. You are the detective. And you're trying to help them. But if you can't ask the right questions, you can put them with the wrong company. And that serves no one. So your job isn't to make them feel uncomfortable. That's why you're saying things like, well, tell me tell me a little bit about that. You know, tell me about that. Don't say a little bit. Tell me about that. Because if you say, tell me a little bit, they will tell you a little bit. And they'll leave a big bit out. So... They want the coverage. Sometimes they know there's troubles and they might soft shoe it. That's your job to just gently ask the question. So they answer them and just say, hey, you know what? I'm just here to get you the best coverage I can. But if you let me know what's going on, I can match you with the right company. Does that sound fair? Oh, yeah, that does sound fair. Well, perfect. Then let's get to it. And then you do.